Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. The Poor Knight, a fantasy musical podcast suitable for all ages, brought to you by Fool and Scholar Productions. Follow Nathaniel the Boar Knight and the friends he meets along his journey as he's bitten by a wereman and must break the curse before the full moon. Listen to The Boar Knight wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at foolandscholar.com. Infinity, an eight-year-old kid. And I'm Gertie, 186-year-old Galapagos tortoise. They're the oldest living land animal on the planet, and we're best friends. Both of those facts are true. Also, Gertie had the special time-traveling shell. Also true. Together, we travel back in time to meet all sorts of inspiring people. Who knows where we'll go today? Time-traveling Tanya and her best friend Gertie. All about the past on a tortoise shell that moves so fast. Who knows where we will go today? Could be anywhere or any day. History is right here with us with time traveling Tanya and Gertie. Cookies! Get your homemade cookies! Hey Tanya, what you up to? Hi Gertie. I started my own business. Oh, you're an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur? Entrepreneur. It means you're a person who runs their own business. Yep, that's me, an entrepreneur. Cookies, best chocolate chip bug cookies in town. Get them while they're hot. Oh, uh, interesting menu. Thanks, but for some reason, care for a chocolate chip bug cookie, sir? Bug cookie? Gross. People don't seem interested. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Well, I, uh, um, it's just that... But I know you're a loyal customer, Gertie. So how many cookies can I put you down for? Well, the bug part does sound delicious, but I, to be honest, chocolate and cookies aren't foods tortoises can eat. Weird. That's what my mom said, only the opposite. It was the bug she wasn't so sure about. Man, I want to sell to humans and tortoises. Well, since today is time-traveling day... How about I take you to meet another entrepreneur to get some advice? She was so successful, she became the very first female self-made millionaire in America. Now that's the person I need to get some business tips from. Then hop on my shell and buckle your seatbelt. Let me just flip this open sign to say closed and I'm ready to go. After all my hard work of selling nothing, I deserve a break. All right, let's go to the year 1906. Welcome to Denver, Colorado, 1906, just after the turn of the century. A century is 100 years. That's right. And turn of the century means we've gone from the 1800s to a new century, the 1900s. It's a big time for change in America. Telephones are being used more regularly. 
homes are being installed with electricity, and inventions like the radio and airplanes are being developed. Plus, more people are moving from the country to the city. So does this businesswoman we're meeting sell trains? Nope. <laughs> it's just that cars won't be popular for a few more years with the Model T. So for now, most people use horse and carriages to get places. That, or they take the train. There's my friend! Yoo-hoo! Tanya, meet Madam C.J. Walker. Gertie, so good to see you. Madam Walker, meet Tanya Infinity. Nice to meet you, Madam Walker. And good day to you. Madam Walker was actually born as Sarah Breedlove on a plantation in Louisiana in 1867. Her parents were former slaves who became sharecroppers after the Civil War. We were very poor. Sharecroppers don't actually earn wages from the landowners. We rented the land and hoped the crops we grew would be enough to pay rent with maybe a little money left over. By the time she was seven, both her parents had died, so she didn't have a chance to go to school and instead supported herself doing laundry. I had little or no opportunity when I started out in life. Sarah moved to Mississippi to live with her older sister. That's where they had to do the extremely hard work of the cotton fields. And when I was 14, I got married so I could escape my extremely mean brother-in-law. Soon, Sarah had a baby girl named Alalia and went back to doing laundry. After her husband died, she didn't have the money to pay for the things she and her two-year-old daughter needed. I didn't have a jitney to my name. A jitney is slang for a nickel. Oh, wow. Not even having a nickel is really poor. So in 1889, she moved to St. Louis, Missouri to where her brothers worked as barbers. I still work doing laundry, but I also joined the African Methodist Episcopal Church and met black men and women who did have a chance to get an education and were successful. It really inspired me. That's why I like to travel to the past, so I can meet people like you who will inspire me. Then maybe this will do the trick. As I bend over the washboard and looked at my arms buried in soap suds, I said to myself, what are you going to do when you grow old and your back gets stiff? This set me to thinking, but I couldn't see how a poor washerwoman was going to better my condition. It was around this time that Sarah, which was still her name, began to suffer from alopecia. Like the fuzzy animal? Was one of them me to you? I hear they spit. Oh, no! <laughs> You're thinking of alpaca. Alopecia is a condition where your hair falls out. Oh, it was most distressing. That would be so hard to lose all your hair. I know I would feel self-conscious. At least your barber brothers probably had good advice. Except they only cut men's hair. They aren't experts on women's hair or scalp diseases. So she started experimenting with homemade remedies and store-bought products. Ooh, I love experiments. One time I made a volcano explode with baking soda, and I discovered that it made a huge mess. So did you find something to help you not be bald? Unfortunately, during this time, there aren't a lot of products that specifically focus on the curls and texture of black women's hair. I was on my own to figure it out. Since I had begun to go to church and socialize with people who were elite. Elite means rich and powerful. I no longer wanted to cover my hair up with head wraps. 
I want it to have the more fancy, fashionable styles of my new friends. My mom says real beauty is on the inside. That's very true, but I wanted my outsides to show how I felt inside. So her search for something to help her confidence led her to Annie Turnbow Malone, a black hair care entrepreneur who had recently moved to St. Louis. I started using her tonic. The great, wonderful hair grower. That sounds great and wonderful. Annie Malone's brochures read, better appearance means great business opportunities, higher social standing, cleaner living, and beautiful homes. All from a hair grower tonic? From the opportunity to join her team of black women sales agents. Is that why you came to Colorado on the train as a sales agent? Oh, baby girl, I'm not a sales agent anymore. I came here to launch my own business. Sarah recently got remarried to a man named Charles Joseph Walker. I renamed myself Madam C.J. Walker. This new name is actually a smart business move. I'm no chump. You see, Madam is the French way you address women, and Paris is the center for fashion and cosmetics. My new name gives me an edge, so women will trust me with their looks. Ooh, smart business trick. Taking notes. Idea, Madam Tanya Infinity. With only $1.25 to my name, at the age of 37, I opened my very own line of hair care products specifically for black women. Now come on, let me show you my office. Here it is, my special hair formula. Madam Walker's wonderful hair grower. Cool. Although, um, the name sounds a lot like Annie's great, wonderful hair grower. Yeah, maybe I could have come up with a more unique name, but I didn't. Actually, Annie Malone and Madam Walker will become great rivals or competitors in the hair care industry. Annie will accuse Madam Walker of stealing her formula. But I'm no egg. I'm not an egg either, but Gertie hatched from an egg. <laughs> no, in this time period, egg means crook. She's saying she didn't steal Annie's formula. Nope, God answered my prayer. For one night, I had a dream. And in that dream, a big black man appeared to me and told me what to mix up for my hair. Some of the remedy was grown in Africa, but I sent for it, mixed it, put it on my scalp, and in a few weeks, my hair was coming in faster than it had ever fallen out. I tried it on my friends and it helped them. I made up my mind. I would begin to sell it. The formula is a mixture of petroleum jelly and sulfur, a type of mineral salt. It's been used for hundreds of years. So really, neither woman created the recipe. So it was her business smarts that made the difference? Oh, you know it. Note to self, get some business smarts. Madam Walker has lots of business smarts, especially when it comes to marketing. Marketing is getting people to know who you are and what your product is, so they'll buy it. That's why I'm here in Colorado. See, I started to realize that since not a lot of black people live here in Colorado, I need to find customers in other areas. So, I'm putting my 21-year-old daughter, Alelia, in charge of sending out my hair products from the home office while I traveled south to expand my mail order business. Madam Walker does public demonstrations with her hair product and adds the customers that buy from her to her mail order list. Then she trains local sales agents how to continue the work after she leaves for the next town. 
Ooh, train others to do the work so I can travel. Good business idea. I also buy ads in newspapers with the most black readers, since they're the most likely to buy my product. And she's smart about where she sets up her different business locations, too. I pick places that are near where the trains pass by. That makes it easy and affordable to get my product all over the country. Business will go so well, she'll expand to have creams and soaps. But I will always stay focused on the health of my clients' hair. I want to help women take pride in themselves and their appearances. Because you felt self-conscious when your hair was falling out. Exactly. And though some will eventually claim she also invented the straightening comb and chemical perms, this is not true. Let me correct the erroneous impression. I deplore such an impression because I have always held myself as a hair culturalist. I grow hair. Got it. I will not mix that up. You grow hair. By 1908, in just two years, Madam Walker will move to and open a beauty parlor in Pittsburgh. I'll open training programs to teach others how to be hair culturalists and call it the Walker System. Then, after she and her husband get divorced in 1910, she'll relocate to Indianapolis to open the Walker Manufacturing Company. I'll start traveling to Central America and the Caribbean to expand my business even more. But I am not satisfied in making money for myself. I endeavor to provide employment for hundreds of women of my race. Besides training other black women in sales and grooming, Madam Walker will show them how to build their own business and encourage them to be financially independent. That way, no matter what happens in their lives, they won't have to depend on anyone else. I got my start by giving myself a start. And I know other women can do the same. In fact, as her business begins to grow, she'll organize her agents and put together one of the first national meetings of business women in the country. Eventually, I'll move to New York and leave the day-to-day -day operations to my manufacturing company. Then I'll get involved in social and political causes. Wow, all this really does inspire me. I should get back to the now to make new plans for my business. As we say, time is money. <laughs> You're right, we do say that. All right then, time to head back home. Hop back on my show, Tanya. Don't forget to buckle up. Before we go back, do you have any other business advice for me? Hmm. My advice to everyone expecting to go into business is to hit often and hit hard. In other words, strike with all your might. There is no royal flower-strewn path to success. And if there is, I have not found it. For if I have accomplished anything in life, it is because I have been willing to work hard. Be willing to work hard. Got it. Thanks again, Madam C.J. Walker. Anytime. Bye, Tonya. Bye, Gertie. Wow, Tanya, look at this long line of people buying your cookies. Oh, I'm no longer in the cookie business. Now I'm selling berry-flavored lemonade because humans and tortoises both like berries. Oh, great idea. And since the berries come from the garden, I call my business Tanya Infinity's Wonderful Berry Grower. Great name. One order of Wonderful Berry Lemonade, please. One Wonderful Berry Lemonade coming up. Madam C.J. Walker ended up employing 40,000 black women and men in the U.S., Central America, and Caribbean. She's listed in the Guinness Book of World Records as the first female self-made millionaire in America, and in today's money, would be worth over $8 million. 
She was a pioneer of the modern black hair care and cosmetic industry and set standards for companies to give back to the community. Walker died when she was only 50 years old, so she didn't get to see her successes for long, but she did a lot of good with her money, including donating to the NAACP, covering tuition for students at the Nuskiki Institute, and supporting the pro-black movement. Even though some of her neighbors thought she was the maid, Madam C.J. Walker was proud of her success and hosted all sorts of events in the New York mansion she bought. It was her way of showing other black women that they could be successful too. In 1927, her Indianapolis Walker Manufacturing Company building was renamed the Madam Walker Theater Center. It included the company's office, factory, a theater, beauty school, drugstore, restaurant, and ballroom for the community. In 1980, it was listed on the National Register of Historic Places. Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, uh, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. 